Hey sis, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys had a really fun Valentine's Day and you guys feel loved. Um, today we're gonna be talking about heartbreak. Yay! Yes. Oh, and I'm Emma. <laughs> oh, and I'm Haley. <laughs> um, but yeah, so today we're gonna be talking about heartbreak, which is something that we've both been through. It's not fun. No, and we've honestly put this episode off for a long time. Yeah. Like, we've tried to record it multiple times, and it's just not fun to talk about, but we're finally sitting down and doing it. Our deadline is approaching. Yeah, so we gotta do it. Yeah, always work best with a deadline. (laughs) True. So, do you want to tell a little bit about your situation? (laughs) Sure. Okay, mine's kind of complicated, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, So... I'm going to try to be as vague as possible because if you went to high school with me, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So I was like friends with this guy for a super long time in high school, Um, like basically since we were 14. He was Mormon, so he left on his mission right after we graduated high school. And I basically waited for him for two years. Um, I didn't date anybody else. I wrote him letters. I sent him packages. We talked every single week. And then he came home and things did not work out. Like, they did not end in a really great way um, for me. There's just, I mean, for both of us. But yeah, it wasn't a good ending. It was very messy. Um, The whole situation was honestly really messy. Yeah, so that was like six months ago-ish, eight months ago, whatever. And my heart was very broken after that. And it's been like a process of healing from that for the last little while. Um, Mine... I don't even know if we've talked about this. We've recorded this so many times, I can't remember I know. if we've, like, published this or not. But anyway, um, so I dated the same kid in high school on and off for about, like, four years. And, yeah, it was at times really good and at times really toxic. And at times none of us cared or even me or one of us cared or, yeah. you know, um, just, like, young yeah you know what I'm saying and so it wasn't until college that we finally were like okay that's that like we both tried our best yeah it's time to move on but like he was in my life all through my like formative years and like finding out who I am and like all of that and so a lot of my journey in healing from heartbreak has been learning to not hate those things that I learned with him that are like in me and that are about myself if that makes sense yeah so yeah that's my only like heartbreak I've dated other guys and they've just been like other guys you know but that was my heartbreak heartbreak yeah yeah I think like something that we both have talked about a lot is just because we did know them from like such a young age that so much of that heartbreak for us has been also like a stage in your life ending Mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. like yeah totally you're saying goodbye to like the things that have like shaped you and and the things like they've obviously contributed to like who you are yeah because you were so young like when that or both of us were so young yeah and so so much of like healing from heartbreak is like saying goodbye to like that stage yeah whether it's like high school or just like whatever it is yeah what she's saying is that like for me all of high school basically was this boy you know and same for me yeah yeah and so like every time we go back to high school or every time we go home from college or whatever it's gotten better but it's it it's hard you know like yeah. remember when we all went to the homecoming game like, oh right yeah after I graduated like that was the hardest thing yeah. ever because I hadn't been back yeah. And just, like, seeing just different places. Or driving by your high school or yeah. places you used to hang out. Yeah, totally. Like, same for me. Like, going home, I love going home, but it was really hard. Yeah. Like, in the beginning. Because yeah. I was like, okay, well, this is where this happened. This is where this happened. Also, like, the first two years of college, 
for me I'm grateful that I don't have any memories of him here because he was literally in a different country because I think that'd be really hard if I had memories of him like at GCU yeah because this has been the first year junior has been the first year where he hasn't like been involved yeah in my life yeah all right well Emma has a quote that we're gonna start with um yes it's a really popping quote and then we'll just go from there it is it's from the Instagram account young underscore pueblo so he has a really good words yeah he's really good at words he has like a book I think and stuff like that but anyway we'll link him in the description but the quote is Heartbreak isn't always a sad ending. Sometimes it sets in motion a profound transformation where you work on truly loving yourself, become more emotionally mature, and learn what type of partner would actually support your happiness. So good. And I just read that and I was like, okay, I can do this episode now because, yeah, like, it is sad, but at the same time, there's so much, like, so much you learn about yourself and, like, so much that you're able to do now that you're not in a relationship and not like trying to manage another person person's like emotional like well-being kind of mm-hmm. in relation to you honestly I'm trying so hard not to say his name and it's really hard <laughs> um like honestly my heart being broken in that way was like I don't know if you would agree with this but like that was honestly probably one of the best things that's ever happened to me 100% like it was one of the hardest things I've ever been through but for sure one of the best things that's ever happened to me and like honestly thank goodness it ended like really and truly yeah it's like it's hard to be like oh I hate like I hated that this happened Mm -hmm. I don't like to look back on that time but when it's like a whole season of life you can't do that like you can't be like I hate this whole season of my life even though high school did suck for me like yeah I don't hate everything about the time that I had with him if that makes sense you're trying so hard not to say his name yeah (laughs) Uh, no I agree with that we were just talking about this that life doesn't exist in extremes like that Mm -hmm. like it's not like either love or hate Mm -hmm. like it's a mixture of all of those things like you can love how they were in like a certain season and hate how things ended or how they treated you in another and Mm -hmm. like you don't have to like choose one or the other to feel about them or like to feel about that season in your life yeah Haley has some just things written down that we're just gonna talk through so yeah Buckle Um, up, ladies. Buckle up. And gents. Yes, gents too. Uh, The first thing that I wrote down is that healing doesn't have a timeline. And, like, a lot of the time, healing from the heartbreak is definitely, like, harder than the heartbreak itself, I think. Mm -hmm. I think that's true, too. Like, the, like, ripping off of a band, like, the band-aid of a relationship, like, yes, that sucks. But it's the time that you have to learn how to do life without them Mm -hmm. the things that like remind you of them that's the part that hurts like and the parts that like when you're shocked that that still hurts yeah because there are times like even today and it's been like like a full year that I'm just like I like I still miss like this or like oh I just like thought about him in like this situation but it's okay like don't feel bad if that happens because like they are a part of who you've become and so like that is going to happen and so I think it goes back to, like, it's okay to have both love and hate for a person Mm -hmm. and both, like, gratefulness for that time and then also just being, like, okay, that was that time. Let's move on now, too. Yeah. No, I agree. I think, like, both of us have had to learn to, like, give ourselves grace. Um, Yeah, for sure. I'm, like, horrible at that. I'm, like, why are you, like, get over it. Like, I get so annoyed at myself. I'm, like, why aren't you over this? Like, are you kidding me? It was literally, like, I've known the kids since I was 14. Yeah. I'm not going to just get over it in, like, a few months. Yeah. And so, so much has been giving myself grace in that or giving myself grace and like, random stuff will happen and all of a sudden it just hits me so hard and I'm like, why do I still feel this way? Yeah. And just like, giving yourself grace to feel whatever you feel like. There's no right or wrong way to do it, honestly. 
kind of going along with that, I wrote down, uh, people say that time heals all wounds, but it doesn't. Hard work is what heals. Um, healing isn't the passive result of space and time. Because I don't think that just being like, oh, once I have time, like, I'll be, I'll feel fine. Like, no, you won't. No. I know Sadie Robertson did, like, a message on this a little bit ago, but I don't, I don't know it. I'll try to find it and we'll try to link it, but, and I actually haven't listened to it. I just saw a clip on Instagram or whatever, but she said, time doesn't, like, heal the wounds. It makes things foggy. It makes things not hurt so bad. It makes things farther away, like, you've experienced Mm -hmm. more things that, like, are more present in your mind than, like, the past. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that those issues that you're dealing with or that that heartbreak that you have isn't being healed because it's not, like, it's it's healed when you vocalize. It's, it's healed when you, like, put it out there and then mm-hmm. let it be out there and, like, let it be fixed and, like, let it, like, sit. Like, yeah. when you sit with it, that's when it's, like, fixed, yeah. you know, if that makes sense. No, I agree. I, like, totally agree with that. I think, like, you have to actively work through it. You mm-hmm. can't just be, like... Like, if you don't work through it, then it's just going to hit you, like, years later. Mm -hmm. Or it's going to affect relationships that you have, like, way down the line and you didn't even realize. Like, that's something I've been realizing is, like, realizing these, like, things that I believe about myself, like, from him that aren't true that are affecting, like, the way I approach dating now and having to, like, work through those. Mm -hmm. Because it's, like, if I I just ignore it and keep moving on and just being, like, oh, it, like once a certain amount of time passes, I'll feel okay. Like, no, that's, I just don't think that's the reality. Like, I do think that healing is, like, honestly hard work. Yeah. And I think, like, an important part of that is processing your pain, which is something that I wrote down too. It, like, sucks so much in the moment and um, for a long time, but, like, if you don't process it, it's just gonna come back so much, like, stronger or manifest in ways that you don't realize. And so, processing both your primary and secondary emotions, like, primary emotions being, like, hurt, which, like, then your secondary emotion would be, like, anger or something. Like, processing both those things. Like, processing the anger, but then processing, like, the deep-rooted, like, hurt that that's coming from Mm -hmm. and just, like, feeling all of that. Mm -hmm. But then not letting yourself get stuck there. Like, Mm -hmm. feel it. People say, like, feel it to heal it. And I think that's true. (laughs) Like, feel it, but don't let yourself get stuck in that place. Yeah. You have power over your emotions and you have power to, like, come out of a hard time or to, like, even set them aside if, like, you need to but like make sure that you are dealing with it like yeah otherwise it's just gonna grow inside of you and like when you find that guy that you're like oh my gosh I think he's cute what like I never thought anyone was cute before or, like yeah. attracted to anyone else before like what do I do just like deal with those now so that when the time comes to like try again you're like ready yeah you'll be like ready to receive it yeah yeah I agree a quote that I wrote down from this book called Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, which I think I've mentioned to you before. It's like this book that is written from, it's like a therapist writing about her clients with their permission or whatever, not breaking HIPAA. And then her experience also in therapy, so her as a therapist and then her as a client. Um, she wrote this quote, it's, you can't get through your pain by diminishing it. Mm. And I thought that was really good and I just mm-hmm. love that quote. Another quote <laughs> From my counseling class, thank goodness, I'm in like 15 counseling classes this year, honestly. We have definitely talked about this on the podcast before because it is a quote that is like very impactful for our year, I feel like, but it's change equals loss equals grief. Yes, Um, my favorite quote. Yeah, and so like when you are, something that my therapist told me was like, let yourself mourn, like you Mm -hmm. are mourning the loss of a person as if this person has died. Mm -hmm. And so like, let yourself feel all of those things. Mm -hmm. And even though it was like, was ultimately a positive change in my life that this person wasn't the person for me or like, isn't in my life anymore. 
it's still a horrible like loss yeah and so you have to like grieve that process even if it's like ultimately for the greater good yeah like that's like the biggest point to make but that can go for like those texts that you don't get in the morning anymore or like the those songs that like you listen to that aren't just aren't the same anymore because like it changes the way that you think about everything and so it's like it's okay to have those moments of being like oh my gosh like this should not be making like why is this making me sad like whatever it may be but it's because like the way that you're like you're not the same person that you were with them and so the way that you're like receiving that is going to be different and like and it's change change good or bad equals loss and so like it's okay to grieve that yeah totally and I think a big part of it is grieving the future that you don't have anymore Mm. because that was like one of the hardest things for me is Mm -hmm. like seeing the future plans that we had talked about the like future that I had like as much as you try not to have expectations like to a certain extent it's natural yeah and you're gonna like picture your life with this person because if you didn't like you wouldn't be with them yeah you didn't picture a future with them so like you're allowed to like grieve the future that you don't have anymore or like seeing somebody else have the life that you wanted like Mm -hmm. that hurts like yeah if your friend like gets married that's like it's okay to like be happy for them and also be so sad for you yeah because like you're you've like lost that future with that person yeah Yeah, one thing my mom said to me, like, a couple months ago was, like, you guys both wanted it to be you guys so badly, Mm -hmm. and, like, you had to let go of that, and that, like, hurts. Oh, yeah. And, like, when they or, like, you find, like, another person, like, that's still gonna bring up, like, that part of it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that feeling of, like, oh, well, like, I wanted this with that person. Yeah. Not that, like, not that that's what you want now, but that's, yeah, like... at a certain point, you yeah, did want that. that. Yeah, at a certain point, you did want that. So, it's, like, that's a change, too. So, yeah. you know? Yeah, totally. The next thing I wrote down is that you can't rely on the other person for closure. That's I good. feel like closure is, honestly, one, a myth. Fake news. <laughs> doesn't exist. Maybe it does for some people. If so, I'm happy for you. But just that I think closure comes from within, like, as much as you might want this person to one day text you out of the blue like an apology and their reasoning and hoping you'll understand that you'll understand what happened like that's not the reality and even if you think that something's gonna bring you closure like I recently saw this person and I thought it was gonna bring me closure and it did to a certain extent but also like it brought up other crap Mm -hmm. so like you have to work on finding closure within yourself and not depending on another person to bring you that feeling of like peace and contentment with how it ended Mm -hmm. it's also hard too when you maybe get that closure or maybe don't and you still like see them occasionally like around and like have those like awkward hey how are you conversations you know yeah or like see them through a friend of a friend or like yeah hear about their lives yeah because then you feel like you need closure all over again when you don't and yeah yeah for a while you do like reprocess it it's like the wound is ripped open again yeah And, you know, hopefully one day that'll end. It will. We'll let you know. It does. (laughs) Emma's a little further along than I am. That's okay. Um, Yeah. Next thing I wrote, we talked about this before, but just that things aren't black and white. You know, you don't have to love a person or hate a person. You can, like, hate how things ended and hate how, like, this person treated you. But you can still have, like, genuinely, really and truly loved them for a point in time. And, Uh like, you can still hold a place of love in your heart for them, mm-hmm. even if, like, there are parts that you hated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, that's something to be proud of, too, because not a lot of people can, like, be like, oh, I, like, love this person to the point where it's, like, I'm affected by them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, that's something to be proud of. That's something that, like, that's not, something that's healthy. Yeah. yeah. 
So don't be ashamed of, like, the way that you feel towards them now, I guess. Yeah. Don't be ashamed of, like, being hurt. Yeah. Because that means you, like, opened yourself up and were vulnerable with another person. Yeah. And took a risk. Yeah. Practical tips? Do you have any, like, practical tips for moving on from heartbreak? So this is a debatable, but sometimes... (laughs) Controversial tip right here. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to block them like you Mm -hmm. just need to I don't know mute them on Instagram take them off Snapchat delete their number for a time and just be like I just need to have some space because yeah even though that's not like you like you're not trying to be petty Mm -mm. you know what I'm saying like you're just you're just protecting your heart yeah you're just like I just need to not see you for a little bit I just need to not like know what you're doing for a while and like that has been like one of the things that's things that has helped me the most it's like it's just like taking some space and like allowing myself to be like okay I can't I can't yeah 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 I agree I am a big fan of the mute button on Instagram (laughs) because like I think for me the most important thing has been like I needed to be in control of when and where I saw them Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to be like shocked when I opened up my Instagram and like saw them and wasn't like ready for it right um so yeah I think like mute them if you have to mute half the people you know because they're like connected to them I've done that (laughs) which yeah like it's honestly it's true because your lives overlap so there's going to be a lot of people that overlap too Mm -hmm. if you have to mute a bunch of people so you don't see them that's fine do that for a time like whatever you need to do put up those boundaries that you need to have and like one day it will get easier and you won't check up on their Instagram and like that's fine Mm -hmm. and then I also said do things for you which is something that I think we've both done Mm -hmm. But, like, if it's, like, taking a trip, like, last summer one of my friends, like, went through a heartbreak and, like, we went to Joshua Tree and, like, got to, like, do things that, like, maybe we wouldn't necessarily have been to been able to do, like, in a relationship with that person. I kind of started going to the gym, like, a lot mm-hmm. because that was something that was really good for my mental health and that was something like, I did for me. Do something for you, something that maybe they've been holding you back from mm-hmm. or just, like, honestly taking the time to invest in yourself like whatever that looks like that's like the most empowering thing is there's always going to be those things that the person that you're with is not that's not like their favorite thing too yeah and so like like for me going dancing has been one of those things that I'm like I love this so much and I never was allowed to and that's like so empowering it's like oh my life is like a little better you know yeah like a little bit more fun you know what I'm saying than it would have been if I was like still with that person yeah and like focus on those yeah things. yeah that's a really good thing too also big fan of swing dancing we love that it's kind we of really our do. new obsession it is that's kind of all I had written down okay there was one more um quote that we talked about last time we recorded this Ooh, but I wanted to bring it up again okay and then we can just talk about it it's yeah. from by Mary Andrew oh I love her Instagram yeah it says it doesn't have a caption or anything, but it's just a post she posted, like, a while ago. She does, like, drawings. So, these are, like, in the form of drawings. Um, yeah. This one's just, like, words. Oh, that one's just words. Just kidding. I like So, <laughs> she, it says, you die twice. One, the day you die. Two, the last time someone says your name. In comparison, like, she's comparing mm-hmm. a breakup to, like, dying. <laughs> yeah. Basically. But it says, you break up 11 times. One, the day you break up. Two, the next time you break up. Three, the first morning the world feels empty. Four, when you delete their text slash slash chat history. Mm. And then also when you research how to restore it and you realize it's really gone. Five, when the narrative they fulfill or yeah, fulfilled starts sounding like a fairy tale. Ooh. Six, first Instagram evidence of someone new. 
<laughs> seven <laughs> new year's eve without them eight sunday 4 p.m without them that one nine accomplishment without them 10 when you momentarily forget their name 11 the first morning the world feels full literally that post hurts me yeah it does just because it's it is like a life like mm-hmm. like you your life you die the day you die you die the last time somebody says your name yeah but like the life that you imagine with per- this person like dies probably more than 11 times but like yeah. it's more than that and so it's like it's okay to be broken and it's okay to have to have this feeling of like heartbreak and sadness and to like yeah. need to figure out where you're at and to heal and stuff and it's a good thing it's yeah. normal and yeah. to like have grace for yourself and that is like really good yeah and also know like the last one where it's like when life feels full again you will get there like a hundred percent oh yeah and you'll be happier than you've honestly ever been yeah you'll get to this point where you're just like I love who I am and it's not with them and it's like a crazy feeling because like you never thought you would get there yeah and you'll understand why it wasn't supposed to be them yeah like this year I feel like both of it I don't know I can't speak for you but (laughs) for me I'm like this year my junior year has been the happiest year, the best year of my life. Mm -hmm. And that is not a coincidence, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's not a coincidence that my happiness aligns with that person no longer being in my life. And (laughs) (laughs) yeah, like, that's, that's not a coincidence. And, um, like you will get there again, even in the midst of that while I'm the happiest. Yeah. There's still times where I think about that person and it hurts and there's like still times where I feel sad about the way things ended but like you will feel that fullness of life again Mm -hmm. and you'll be like very content in yourself yeah sorry I hope that didn't sound like preachy no it's true it's good do you want to talk about how we are like where we're at right now yeah okay where we're at right now I I don't know I feel like this year I've spent a lot of time really really like learning how to take care of myself Mm -hmm. well like my boundaries and learning how to like heal from stuff and like dig up like wounds or like lies that had kind of been like really deeply rooted in my heart um so this year I've been like uprooting that so that I can like feel like the fullness of life and one thing so when this person came home the next week I went to Hawaii and when I was in this connects I promise when I was in Hawaii I had like I had been praying literally since the day he left like I had been praying like God, please give me an answer. What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to write him off? Is he supposed to be in my life? Like, what the heck am I supposed to do? And here's the thing about God. If you pray for patience, he'll give you a situation. <laughs> a missionary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Literally, I tell my friends that all the time. I'm like, do not pray for patience. He'll send you a missionary. Because I'm the most impatient person ever, and I've always wanted to develop patience. And let me tell you, I did. Like, I had Still been- working on it, but <laughs> we're better. Yeah. <laughs> Um, like I had, I had been praying and praying for two years and no answer. And I was like, God, what the heck with this radio silence? Like two years is a long time of my life. That's 10% of my life. I'm only 20. (laughs) Um, and literally the week after he got home, I was in Hawaii and I felt God say to me, like, I have something so much better for you. And I thought like at that time, that was just an answer. Like, he's not the person, like I have a better person for you, but I've been realizing like the word that has kind of carried me through the last year has been promise. Just like when God, when I heard that, like that was not related to a person. That was like a way of life that God has has for me. Like he has made these promises for me about like the type of life he wants me to have, like a full abundant life. Mm. And this year has been me like seeing those promises. And I feel like now I'm able to like fully step into them. Yeah. Um. So I feel like that's kind of where I'm at right now. 
is just like seeing his promises stepping into them being like expectant of the future and I'm like finally in a place where like okay I thought the first two years of college I was like I'm totally open to boys like I mean like I know I'm like waiting but like he's not here so like someone comes along like I'll be totally open to it no we all knew she was not my friends were like I think you're not I'm like no guys I'm so open so open you don't even believe false this year I'm like I have not noticed a boy since I was 18 years old (laughs) I've been shook by the process of like noticing boys and liking boys and like trying to date again so that's where I'm at now. I'm like, I have like the same boy. Like I the same boy has consumed my life since I was 17 years old. Like, this is radical. <laughs> that's where I'm at now. It's just <laughs> dating. There's so many out there. It's, there's so many. There's so many fish in the sea. Really and truly, so many cuter boys. <laughs> um oh. yeah. So that's like kind of fun, honestly. Yeah. Kind of sucks fun. too, honestly, but yeah. Th- Dating is really hit or miss. <laughs> Real hit or miss, <laughs> let me tell you. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Very happy, stepping into God's promises and noticing cute boys again. All good things. All great things. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> I'm so happy. Like, I've been through what you've been through. Yeah. And right now, I think I have a word too, which is hysterical. So, millennial Christian girls. But my word. For- <laughs> Wait, I thought you were saying your word was hysterical. No. My word is whole, and yes. for this year, uh, God has just been, like, one, giving that word for people, mm-hmm. like, people have been like, hey, I just want you to know, like, you are whole and complete, and, like, I don't know why, and then my mom has been like, I have, like, I got a word for you at Bible study last night, it's been whole, and then also, like, in my Bible studies and readings, he's like, you're whole, and I'm just like, yeah. you're right, like, yeah. I'm happy, I'm fulfilled in what I do, mm-hmm. I'm loving my friends, I'm loving my family well, and it's just, like, I love my life, like, yeah. it is whole, I'm not broken anymore, yeah. and, like, because a lot of time I feel like we get in this place of, like, oh my gosh, I'm broken, like, I'm heartbroken, and, like, this is, like, really hard, and, like, that's true, and that's a season, but, like, you come out of it, and you will be whole again, Yes. and, like, I think this, like, 2020 year has been me realizing, like, I'm not broken, like, Mm -hmm. over this anymore. Like, I'm whole, I'm living, I'm happy. And so, like, let's stop giving that season more power than it should have, you know? And so... And um, romanticizing it in a way. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that was my past. Yeah, it sucks occasionally. Actually, not even that much at all. Yeah. (laughs) And so, let's leave it in the past and, like, let's walk in wholeness because that's, that is truly where I'm at. And so, it's like, okay, like, let's do this thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm ready for what's next, but also so content in, like, the life that yeah. is mine right now, you know? Same. So, Love yeah. that. Love that for you. <laughs> Love that for us. Yeah. It's it's good. Last thing I was going to say, actually, you reminded me of this because you said, I've been through what you've been through, is finding someone who gets it. Mm. Like, find someone who gets it and who's been through it and who isn't, who's going to, like, be like, yeah, I understand. Like, as much as you need friends to be like, I hate him. He's a butthole. You deserve the world. You also need friends who are like, yeah, I get that you still want to see him even though he treated you like crap. Yeah. Like, you need friends who truly will walk through it with you and who will answer your 2 a.m. phone calls and, who like... Who will understand the songs and what that they mean to you. you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, find someone who gets it. Mm-hmm. With songs, we have made you guys a little <laughs> Sad Girl Hours playlist <laughs> because I think over the last six months we have compiled 
so, so many, many. <laughs> heartbreak songs. Um, Emma always makes fun of me because, wait, I have to find this post, actually, that she sent me. <laughs> she, about... Okay, this is why I make fun of her, because she's like, I'm doing great, and then she'll be like, I'm sad, and I'll be like, what's wrong? And she'll send me a song, and I'm like, oh, that's I'll make why. make myself sad. <laughs> I'm actually, like, not sad. I'm just like, ooh, I love when, like, I love when words just get me. Yeah, I and it's, like, good point. to, like, feel those feelings, like we said. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, what's the meme I sent you? Uh, oh, it says, what's your unhealthiest coping mechanism? Listening to depressing songs when I'm depressed to increase my depression. <laughs> and she just said, Haley. <laughs> that literally uh, is me. It's funny. <laughs> uh, okay, also a quote I sent Emma the other day was, if their absence brings you peace, you did not lose them. Yes, and amen. Gonna, I just end saw on that. that. We'll end on that. So, yeah. Um, Thank you guys for joining us for this episode. It was kind of a hot mess, but that's because heartbreak is a hot mess. So, we hope you... I don't want to say enjoyed it, because... We uh, hope you learned from it. You took stuff away from it. Yeah. Are encouraged by it. Know that you're not alone in it. Yeah. We we get it. Got a little bit of healing from it if you're going through a heartbreak. Mm -hmm. And we want you to know that, yeah, it sucks, but you can do it, and you're going to be whole and, like, live in those promises. Mm -hmm. And, Yeah. Yeah. Um, we love you guys. You can follow along on Instagram at the Hases Podcast. You can send us an email, hello.hasespodcast at gmail.com. Please leave us a rating and review in the app store. That really helps us just find new listeners. Um, share this episode with your friends if you found it helpful. If you have any sad girl friends. Also, get excited. We're doing a boy panel next week so tune in for that it's gonna be fun we're it's gonna be lighthearted. yeah we're asking them a bunch of questions that a lot of girls are too scared to ask so we're very excited we We also are are very afraid they're gonna roast us the whole time they probably will so tune in for that as well i guess all right we love you guys thank you so much bye sis